0: Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any funny faces made behind our back while we do the show are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Monona Ryder? What the hell's going on?
1: What the hell was going on?
0: I don't know, but that what guy a, was making such a wonderful speech and she totally upstaged
2: it. Of all time. He was great. A shout-out to artists of all kinds yeah. and how the world of art is a home for freaks. And then she was being one. Ah. Do we, has anyone offered any explanation I as like to what the, that was? I like the internet
0: with pizzas going around her face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was. It was shocking.
1: Psychotic, right? Yeah. I mean, it was completely unhinged. It was a little much. I mean, was she was she mocking him? Because at at some points oh. it sounded it, it looked like she was mocking him, and at other times it felt like she was just completely off the rails,
3: like she wasn't referring to anything.
0: It did seem like she was judging what he was saying, but then agreeing with it,
3: too. Exactly. I'm so biased, because nothing can make her unattractive. I don't (laughs) don't care how crazy she gets. She can steal stuff. It doesn't matter. She somehow has remained the most attractive woman But she was
1: wearing a shirt the whole time, Adam. Well, Um. this is true. How attractive could could she be? That's on (laughs) TNT. You see those eyes? Look at those
2: eyes. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling movie guys empire. It's all about ball bearings these days we have reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, previews, special guests, bits, banter, and more as we broadcast from our studio, the Admirals Club, nestled in an area of Los Angeles known as Burbank Airport Adjacent. You'll hear the planes. The rent is cheap, the living is hard.
4: (laughs) It sure is. And the
2: the windows are double (laughs) pane. Uh, this is a brand new show, and these brand new shows are offered up every week. Absolutely.
1: Paul, a uh, small problem. My friend was supposed to bring uh, the money. If he was flying in from Iran. No. And, uh, oh, did not, the visa? Yeah, oh, not going to make it. He said he was going to bring the suitcase of money with him. What
2: would that be, rupees? I for don't even know what show. the hell's going on. Uh, Droubles. <laughs> sure. I well. have a problem with
0: that. Not the <laughs> visa situation, but the fact that
4: You have a friend. What? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah.
1: Wow,
4: we're all
0: together. Yeah.
1: Fear
2: not. Fear not. Uh, The show is free. Oh. Oh. Well, then I'll let him know he can stay where he is. (laughs) Okay. I'm sure you won't be the one who needs to tell him. Okay. Uh, So yeah, that goes for everybody. The show is free. If you've ever tuned into us before, Uh, please come back because the cost is nothing, which is, uh, you know, a really bad business model. Uh, We're out there. Just search Yahoo, Bing, or Google. Google. And we come right up. Now, uh, I am your host here, Paul Preston, uh, for the hardest working podcast in all the land. Here with Karen Volpe.
0: The Aldridge Mansion is the only 19th century home in New York City preserved both inside and out. And at the time of its construction, it was one of the most elegant homes in existence, featuring every luxury, including a face bidet and anti-Irish security fence.
3: Very nice. Face bidet. And Adam awesome, Witt. Right? Come on, Sal. The Tigers are playing tonight.
1: And Bart Caius. <laughs> Does Barry Manilow know that you raided his wardrobe? Maybe the answer to
2: that next Saturday, Mr. Bender. <laughs> Later in the show, we'll be joined by Superman. <gasps> Pretty big get. I should say specifically that we'll be joined by the voice of Superman in the new Cartoon Network show, Justice League Action, Jason J. Lewis. Pretty big get. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're happy to have him here. Tell us uh, the lowdown on that, and it'll be superhero-centric. To welcome Adam's return. Yeah, hey! As well. Did you uh, get your assignment done? Yeah,
1: you
3: were on Did assignment. Did you turn your assignment in? I was on assignment. My goal was to go to the Midwest and find out what it was like to watch Rogue One five times there. And I figured it out. <laughs> I oh. love I love how Adam goes out on
1: assignment <laughs> and, and just like everybody that goes out on assignment comes back with a beard. That happened. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like he's been out roughing it in some uh, third world war. Have you been out nation. there? Have you been out there? <laughs> no
3: racers. No racers. You know
0: what? It happens to Christine Amonpour all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he comes back with a beard. Full I got beard. my Christine
3: <laughs> <Haman> poor beard. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: I wish I had told that joke. All
2: right, before we get to all that nonsense, (laughs) we bring you... Movie Previews. It's a preview show. So for those of you who are wondering, you don't have to have seen the movies. We haven't seen the movies. So uh, we've seen the trailers, and we're going to knock around what we think you can expect Mm -hmm. if you were to go to these movies. Mm -hmm. And this week sees the release of...
4: Rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtles, and a pocket
2: in a pear tree. I, don't want that to, I hope that doesn't happen every time <laughs> I say that. <laughs> uh, I guess, that, basically, I guess after the ring, too, the marketing department gave up.
5: I keep thinking about this story.
2: There's this video that kills you seven days after you watch it. <laughs>
5: The second it's over, the phone rings,
4: and this voice says,
1: So the key is, don't answer the phone? No. No. That's it. (laughs) Turns out they never thought of that. (laughs) Yeah, just don't answer
0: it. You know, I gotta tell you, this is why I don't babysit.
2: Mm. Mm. Because of the little kid.
0: Well, yeah. Why is it that all these kids in these horror movies are just miserable anyway? I wouldn't want to hang out with that kid. I'd put her in a well too.
3: That—that's what uh, spirits and demons' favorite thing to possess is. An annoying Well like, They're not that interested in adults. It's no. the kids, man.
0: Because you know why? Because it's probably people like me coming back after death, going, "You know, you little stupid kid. I'm sticking in a well." But you realize
3: <laughs> that people with kids are already haunted. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: possessed. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, possessed. Yeah. All right. Oh, also we have coming up oh. the space
3: between us. I want to go to Mars. I wrote those words when I was 12 years old.
4: Mars is a planet ready for life. In 20 hours, six
3: astronauts will travel to Mars, not to visit, but to live there.
0: I want to live there.
1: (laughs) Some (laughs) more pudding, please. On Mars. I want to live on Mars. Extra British Oldman.
0: Very clever movie as the space between us literally refers to the, you know, the space, actual space space.
2: As in Lost In. Or uh, Outer, or uh, Inner.
0: Or Muppets From. You get the point. Uh, mm -hmm.
2: Both films that were supposed to be released. At earlier times, Rings and The Space Between Us. Mm -hmm. The first trailer for Rings says it's coming October 28th, which is four months ago. The Space Between Us trailer says coming this summer of 2016. Interesting. So why did both movies take until now to come out? January is normally the dumping ground for movies Hollywood doesn't know what to do with. But this year, I think, saw so much expansion for Oscar contenders like Hidden Figures, Gold, The Monster Calls, Silence, and The Founder. And... uh, where perhaps the wayward releases are now calling February the dumping ground. Discuss. Mm. Well, I think I think uh, the
1: space between us actually did open. During the summer 2016 on Mars, if you adjust for the time space continuum, what is the time? Actually, what is the time difference? Uh, it's at
4: least
2: a year. It's at least a year. Yeah,
3: I, I think they're just being thematic. I mean, uh, uh, you know, so it, uh, you know, something mysterious. Uh, you never know when this thing's going to come out. The ring, you know, it could come out now, it could That's come out right. now, you know, whatever. And then, you don't have control over it. Yeah, and exactly. And then I think you're right, you're right with the Mars. It's like it's authentic.
1: I'm actually looking <laughs> forward to the space between us. I, I thought it. I don't want to get ahead of the preview, but I. It looks like it works. The movie works. It You're, looks like it.
0: Are you really going to leave your house to go see this movie? Well,
3: no. No, that's not going to happen. Yes. But, but,
0: that makes me feel uh, better. Uh, that it. is but, a high but,
3: level. But, <laughs> you, you know, the last thing to get that award, he didn't go see. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> He's going to leave the house to see Jack Reacher. He never saw it.
2: But on Mars, it's already played on TBS.
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> now, also I think maybe the marketing people saw that the ring might have come out near Halloween and God forbid that happened. Mm-hmm. So let's Push it back to Valentine's Day where it belongs. There we
2: go. You yeah. should note uh, Adam has returned uh, and brought with him yeah. a Midwest Girl staple Scout, <laughs> Girl Scout <laughs> cookies. <laughs> they have
3: those out here too, don't they? Yeah, I got them at little, work. I got them they work do, But today, they seem actually. very Heartland. Little don't they? <laughs> kid brought me one. Yeah. Yeah. It is Girl Scouts. They're being industrious. That's you know that's the Heartland right there. You know, I'm
0: pretty soon Girl Scouts are start selling like tools,
3: but they're like nine dollars a box now, yeah, right? They're, they're
0: like minus yeah. five for shortbread. Yeah, right.
3: five, Mister Cynical. Oh, are they? Oh, okay, <laughs> good. Good. Adjusted and, for cynical Bart inflation. And, okay, well... <laughs> if you talk her down, it's fine. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. If, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you know how to negotiate... a deal.
3: If you know how to run roughshod over an eight-year-old, you're not buying any of them. Look, let me tell you what. I'm going to give you 20, you give me five. Now, tomorrow, we <laughs> have to run a whole scam with them. We don't
1: have to order them anymore, right? We can just buy them no. off the shelf or yeah. off the no, she just card table. Him. She just came to the house with a big old barrel yep. full of them. Because that said, was the stupidest part about Girl, girl Scout yeah. cookies. Order them now and you get them like eight months from now. Right. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's like Star Wars on DVD. It's like all right, I pre-order, and uh, you
2: know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should also mention,
4: please,
3: continue. Please, of put two more of these in your mouth to make this whole <laughs> announcement. The next we, yeah. time you have something serious to say, fill a your mouth with of these. I'll take the the lemon, of
0: especially. We're not
2: talking about the comedian. That's no. the new Taylor Hackford film where Robert about? De Niro plays a comedian, which I find fascinating. What? What? Idea for a movie that De Niro can be hilarious. Was
1: this movie at Sundance? Was he there promoting the comedian
2: at Sundance? I don't think so. Oh, I think okay. this, this is this is another one. I think it was supposed to be out before the end of the year. I think they balked on the Oscar chances and just put it out regular. No,
1: but he makes me laugh as a as a comedic performer. I mean, mm-hmm. the king of comedy is one of my favorite movies about comedy. Yeah, analyze this it's funny is funny as the, well.
3: I, even has anybody seen Dirty Grandpa? What is it? I can't get confused. With yeah, Dirty joke. Grandpa. Yeah, it's actually pretty funny. I mean, he's he's very funny
2: with Zach Efron in that movie. Yeah, wow, well, it we, is you, funny. You did fly, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you were on a plane recently. I was right? on a plane.
0: <laughs> you know, I also have to say, having hung out backstage in the green room with a bunch of comedians. Name he,
1: dropper. Go ahead, Karen. Nice. Yeah. He
0: has the persona Go of that Sundays guy name. sitting on the couch looking miserable, though, <laughs> and then being funny as heck out on the stage. That's a weird thing in the green room. You know, they all just sit there and they're going over the material and nobody's talking and yeah. they can look really intimidating. Look, nobody, he's got that down.
1: Nobody
2: doubts his ability to sit on a sofa and look miserable. That's what I'm saying. We were, just <laughs> wondering, we were wondering if he could be funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think he's miserable because in the movie – He's a stand-up comic who has all this cred. However, he did a sitcom, and now everyone in the street approaches him about uh, the one funny line that he repeated, like his catchphrase from the yeah. sitcom, and he's tired of hearing. Are
0: we having a laugh?
2: Are we having a laugh?
0: Are we having a laugh?
2: Is he having a laugh? Is he having a laugh? A little extras I love for that. You. Who in here wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't trade
1: a, uh, a limb for being that guy, for yeah, having I'll that give moment? I'll you all the limbs. Are you kidding? I, I, <laughs> did you have a catchphrase? Yeah, to be yeah. a guy so fast. I'm like, in that. Yeah. I, I, this is somewhat tangential, but Don McLean, F you for not singing... Bye bye, Miss American Pie. He won't. He re-
3: refuses he won't sing to. It? Does he really?
1: He
2: refuses to play it anymore.
1: I'm
3: like, gosh. Come on.
1: Hmm. I, this I is what remember. I've heard. That's ridiculous.
2: Well, I think, he We I think we saw him once. I think he played it. I think so. It was years ago. Yeah. I mean, he would have been stoned. If the boycott mean, has. Sensed. I mean, literally had stones yeah. thrown no, at him. that was him. years ago. It was like
0: 2008. So I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think it's a new thing. Oh. Wow. But I mean, any any one of us would love to be the to have that just that one thing that everybody knows. Well, punch drunk love, right? Remember that? He his he had all this money because his dad wrote a Christmas hit. Yeah, one you Christmas it. You yeah. got the one. I'd take the one, especially yeah. Christmas. Comes back every year, keep making money. So what Artie Lange saying about being an elf, right? <laughs> the best kind of movie you could be in, because every Christmas, money just
3: comes in. Yeah. Or well, was that Love Actually? Oh, I Wasn't love that was that the Christmas movie. music? Christmas song? Oh, the, uh, That Artie was in? Artie Christmas was an, an elf. Christmas is all around us. Isn't that a Christmas song movie?
2: <laughs> okay. What? Love oh, Act yeah, Actually?
0: Oh, yeah. The one with yeah. Mariah Carey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the
2: yeah. Mariah Carey song. Um. Which she didn't I think even... think she knows how that one goes. I don't know we'll if she... Out. Anyway. Let's get to our first uh, film of the big weekend. First you watch it, then you die. Uh, I think you're
3: referring to Fuller
2: House. Yes. No, it's actually a new horror movie called Ring.
0: Guys, out there, I just want a public service announcement. I don't want you to get confused. I know this comes out two weeks before Valentine's Day, but this is not the ring that your girlfriend has been hinting at. All right. Let's don't. get on with the preview. part.
2: it seems like you should join me. Yeah. Okay, here we go.
1: It's because I didn't say anything that he chose me. I'll keep that in mind. The franchise with the creepy girl who crawls out of a TV screen returns. Oh boy. But it's 2017, so now she crawls out of your computer screen. And probably your smartphone, oh, maybe even the screen at the ATM. Who knows?
0: Could you I'm imagine? Not be ignored. Oh I'm
4: sorry.
2: Sorry. I don't know. The last time something crawled out of the TV and threatened me, America voted <laughs> it president. Uh. Question before we begin, Paul, is this based on a book? Kind of. But it's also based on another movie. Bam. Just like
3: that. That's all there is to it. That's, that's all there is to it. A winner.
2: Is that Drew Carey? <laughs> that's
3: Drew
2: Carey. Wow.
4: Oh, well. That's all there is
2: to it. He is shuffling That's all there. there is to it. Okay, good enough, Paul. It's a movie. Let's continue. Oh, thank you. I, I'm yes. glad I can continue. Now, Laura Wiggins plays Faith, a girl concerned with the videos that her boyfriend keeps watching on the internet.
4: <laughs> no, it's
2: not, it's not. As it turns out, porn isn't the only kind of video on the internet. Huh? Yeah, who knew? Not me. There are dozens, if not hundreds, of videos on the internet, and apparently, one of these videos can even kill you. Now, Paula,
1: <laughs> I was turning a page. <laughs> Now, as someone who has watched a lot of videos on the internet... (laughs) Sorry, sorry, go
4: ahead. I got it coming, I got it coming.
1: (laughs) As I was saying, as someone who has watched a lot of videos on the internet... I can attest to... I can attest to the fact that there is actually more than one video that you can die from watching. Mm. (laughs) Or at least that will make you want to kill yourself. But to be fair, most of those feature YouTube sensation Logan Paul. Party smokers be like... I smoke at parties, yup. This is a library.
4: I
2: know. <laughs> well, oh, I guess that's <laughs> that, that was really creepy. <laughs> oh my god,
0: if you're watch if you're listening to this, go watch the YouTube at that point, cause Bart just shot himself in the head. <laughs> what no, Just happened!
3: <laughs> Back into that the left. Was so Back crazy. into the left.
2: Now, for those of you unfamiliar with the basic premise of these ring movies, oh let us lay it all out for you.
4: Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up.
2: There is a video that will kill you seven days after you watch it. The video is of a young girl, Samara, who looks like Crystal Gale on meth, mm-hmm. meeting her tragic end. Samara says that she's lived a life of pain. Looks to me like she's lucky if she
1: lived to be eight or nine. That's not going to be enough to live a life of pain, by the way. Try being a
2: 44-year-old straight guy in LA with no car. That'll be pain. (laughs) What we don't know is why people keep watching this video, like we discussed, right? Which brings us to another round of... is SOLVED IN TEN seconds. SECONDS!
0: Hey guys, I have a video copy of something that'll kill you in seven days after you watch it. Anybody want to watch it
1: with me? No. no. Premise solved in 10 seconds. There you go. But this movie actually has a runtime of 1 hour and 42 minutes, which means mm. someone does watch the video, oh. and as fate would have it, that someone is Faith.
4: Oh, well, isn't that convenient?
1: Next thing you know, she's got a heptapod tattoo on her back, and she's
2: pulling a disgusting string of black hair out of her mouth.
1: Hashtag cat's
2: purpose. <laughs> right about now, you're probably saying to yourself, this sounds like the kind of movie that would have a Zach in it. <laughs> You'd be right, as Zach Roerig shows up to play Carter, because this movie should have one of those, too. Alex Rowe plays Faith's boyfriend, Holt? Steve Holt! Steve Holt! Faith sets out to sacrifice herself in order to save him, and in doing so she discovers a video that no one has ever seen before, unless of course they've seen the previous two Ring movies. Wait, let me get this straight, this chick risks potentially horrifying death by watching this video just so she can
1: save the life of her cruddy boyfriend? Yes. Wow, I can't even find a woman to cook me a decent meal.
5: SHUT UP BITCH, GO FIX ME TURKEY
1: POT PIE.
2: That's exactly why, by the way. Uh, This movie is chock-full of horror movie tropes, from the stuttering sound effect that indicates impending doom... ...to a disembodied voice repeating a single phrase in a creepy whisper... (laughs) ...to my personal favorite...
4: (laughs) HIDEOUS MONSTER IN THE MIRROR!
2: (laughs) ...and, of course, plenty of black goo. Rings is like a greatest hits of scary movie cliches, and if you order now, we'll also throw in at no extra charge Doors slamming, things going bump, old-timey phones ringing, and a girl crawling backwards up a staircase, and Vincent D'Onofrio Vincent D'Onofrio? That's right, just when you were about to say, why should I take this movie seriously? (laughs) Vincent D'Onofrio shows up to lend his trademark credibility The preceding sentence also applies to Jurassic World
1: In the end, Faith and Holt die, or they don't, we'll see, or someone will
2: There you go, someone will see it I'm O for ring movies. Haven't seen yeah. any of them. I think I've
1: seen the first. I think I've seen the first one, and I think it was pretty good. Is that Gore Verbinski? Verbinski. Gore Verbinski. It Verbinsky? is. And Ver- it's Ver- Naomi oh, Watts. My favorite Verbinski. Yeah. Yeah. Of the
2: of the Verbinskis. Mm. So you can see the decline of pedigree. Yeah. I don't know if they can maintain the quality. They might, but it's so, not. It's not Jason Blum. No. Which is a bummer. No. Because that, that split was really good, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that was great. Ooh, I haven't seen it? It's quite
1: good. Yeah. But this is based on a. It is actually kind of based on a book, but it's also more based
3: on a movie. Based on a Japanese or a a Korean, Jap- Korean movie? Well, Ring- it's based Ring- on A, a, or, a Japanese, yeah. movie, Japanese movie. Japanese yeah. movie, yeah.
1: Which was actually based on a book. Was oh, that right? Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. According to the internet, so. I
3: believe the internet. Why not? If you want to call a, a pretty ma- good track record. If you want to call manga a book, that's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so when I was in college, I had to uh, get some part-time job, and the only thing that worked with my schedule is to clean rooms at the Sheridan in Dunkirk.
3: Ooh, yeah. All by yourself at night?
0: Uh, during the morning, all by myself. Okay. So it was about 6 a.m. to okay. 10, 30, and then I taught class at college over the summer. And uh, I was cleaning the rooms and whatnot, and... I noticed a strange ring on my finger, like right here, like a weird ring pattern. And it turned out that I got ringworm from Aww. one of the places that I was cleaning. Gross. So I got to tell you, it was very strange to have that ring show up out of nowhere. The ring. The ring showed up on my hand.
4: That's a horror movie. I
0: had to get like some medicine and stuff. But the thing is,
2: it's, the ring in the in the poster for this just looks like someone set their coffee down. Yeah, <laughs> it does.
0: But I was just going to say, this is like has a gestation period of seven days or something, and then you die. So is it like an infection or something? I don't. No,
2: I don't... it's just a countdown.
3: It's like. Is you, it like you, getting you've a ringworm cur- like or been cursed by oh. this video? It's a slow moving curse. Oh, okay. You know, some of your curses move real fast. Real oh, okay. fast. Tell me about it. Yeah. Tell me about it. What's it's his... a bit of an oldie timey curse. <laughs> you can tell oh, me yeah, the weather curses too. Day. Curses around here have been long around longer than we have. Oh yeah.
0: You totally sound like guy does the weather. That's who you sound like. You don't get around that much
3: anymore. Uh, who do I sound like? I don't know. Yeah, no,
0: no, no. You sound like uh, <laughs> David Lynch. Oh
3: yes, hello. <laughs> he had a weather thing, didn't he? Yeah, he he that's what I'm saying. He Tell did. us, had us had weather the weather. Report. It is uh, 70 degrees and sunny, and that's the weather. <laughs> go see the ring, based on the novel Ringu. <laughs> <New goo. laughs> <New
4: goo. laughs>
3: so I am confused. Of
4: course. Yes. Thank you.
3: Let's get on to our next
1: move. Oh, I can explain. Ahead. It is it is her dying, right? We all know what the video is.
0: We saw yeah, there's her a girl get that pushed died. in a well. Yeah. And then
1: the, we all know what the ring is, right? We figured that out in the that first is the movie. well. Well, it's her it's her looking up as the well is being oh, okay. yeah, yeah. like closed over her. Right? So yeah. can so feel free to fill in the blanks here because how does that kill
3: you? Well, no, because she was she was killed and I assume they videotaped it. In, but in did some, they have a reason? video? It looked really old, like from the thirties. Uh, that's what VHS looked like. Well, then she would have had to have had she would have had to have had. The, there was VHS the in the thirties in the well. No, it just looks crappy <laughs> and grainy, right? She would have been in I, I, the well I, videotaping I, this. She would have had yeah. to have had
1: like a GoPro strapped to her head, looking up and going. hey. No, that's I'm not just, the videotape
3: part. It's her like I don't know how the videotape comes into it, but the reason the ring thing is that's the last thing she saw. So people start seeing that, and then that's how they sort of solve the mystery at the end. Of her
0: open. nightgown looks like it's from the thirties. That's what I'm saying. Okay, she just looked
2: like. I don't know Victorian or something, yeah. and not that you'd know it, but Johnny yes. Galecki is in this too.
1: Yeah, where I saw the credit. Yeah.
0: Wait a minute, I've seen his penis from Christmas
1: Vacation. Yeah. Who? Has? <laughs> we all have very different <laughs> answers there. So. Karen, you <laughs> go first. Yours seems to be the one taking the lead of interest here.
0: Paul well, has seen his penis too.
1: He did a play.
2: Ah. And we saw
0: his, those penis boy, plays, so? seen seen penis his penis Boy, did everyone see his penis Everybody. We were in the front the row center. Dog
2: Actually, a hilarious oh. play called The Little Dog There lap.
0: was a lot of that yeah. happening right there. So
3: you saw Johnny's Galecki?
0: <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and I've seen B.D.'s Wong. Baby. So I've seen them <laughs> both. Uh,
2: I don't think I could do that. Nice. No. Well, that's Ring. Hey. Next time, I suggest they make the film about a Blu-ray with a hidden chapter and call it Easter Egg and release it in April. Pat pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. Up next is a film about a guy from another planet who lands on Earth and falls for a girl in Colorado. (laughs) Uh,
1: I have a question, Paul. Is Is this
2: based on a book? No. But wait a minute. It does star Gary Oldman.
3: Bam! Just like that. That's all there is to it. Bill Murray it does, it does just like that <laughs> that's all there is to
0: it that's, that's all there is to it it's like whenever he oh, finds there. like the ghost comes to help him and Scrooge and he gets all happy that's it's you it's
2: like- the ghost they taught me something <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be a jerk anymore yeah, yeah. hey there's the mistletoe it's a law it only happens
3: yeah, once a this. year
1: <laughs> alrighty Gary Oldman good enough it's a movie continue Paul right, so your, your
2: rules are loosening on
1: what's
3: mm-hmm. a movie
2: well we you know work with what you got yeah. Uh, Adam, you and I, let's talk about it. Here we go., the space the lives, we to keep yeah, that sounded pretty obvious. Maybe this one is dead.
4: Life on Mars.
3: I'm not interrupting that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're run the risk of just playing that whole album right now. Our next film features Asa Butterfield, America's favorite Asa. Mm-hmm. You probably uh, won't believe this, but given his name, but Asa Butterfield is British. No. Mm-hmm. What? He played Hugo in Hugo, mm-hmm. Ender in Ender's Game, <gasps> and now in Space Between Us, he plays Space. <laughs> well, we'll get, we'll get think, to who he
2: is. Okay. Okay, anyway. Five men and one woman are launched into space in an attempt to become the first humans to inhabit the red planet, and all is going according to plan until one of the astronauts discovers that they're pregnant. <gasps> Which one? That would be the astronaut Kendra, the first member of the Million Mile High Club, (laughs) I'm guessing. Needless to say, the crew is caught completely off guard. To figure out how they're going to deliver a baby in space, they'll the science the shit out of this. <laughs> now, as much of a surprise as this little payload of joy was, they should have known something was up with astronaut Kendra when she requested her food rations to be mostly ice cream and shrimp cocktail sauce, and when she had trouble lifting or fitting her
3: space boots over her swollen ankles. Now, eventually, Mars's first anchor baby is born. Unfortunately, his mother, astronaut Kendra, didn't survive the birth due to complications with.
4: The sacred, messy part of my womanhood is the blood stain on my jeans.
2: <laughs> Despite being distant from Earth, Gardner is a lot like other kids here on the third rock. Do we say he's Gardner? That's his name. Is Gardner? Gardner. Um, we didn't say Asa that. Gardner. That's his Gardner. Name. Is a lot like other kids here on the third rock. He spends most of his time on the internet chatting online. And thanks to the best, most reliable internet service ever... As opposed to AT&T? Gardner soon makes the cyber acquaintance of a fetching young girl named Tulsa, who's constantly asking for his credit card number. Played (laughs) by Britt Robertson. And the two fall in internet love as catfishing goes to a whole new level Hmm. when Gardner has to try and convince Tulsa that he can't
3: meet at the local Applebee's because he's stuck on Mars. Right. Uh, It's a two-way street. He could go all the way to Earth and then learn that Tulsa has a dick. (laughs) To recap, his name is Gardner and her name is Tulsa because Zach, Carter, and Holt were used in the last movie's jokes.
2: Because Trump's temporary immigration ban doesn't include other planets, Elliot is brought to Earth at age 16 so that he can finally see the planet from which his ancestors came, find out who he really is, and get in touch with his roots. All right, easy, does it?
3: As happens in movies with boys named Elliot, he's immediately quarantined in a hospital and subjected to a battery of tests. Then someone reminds them that he's a regular human being that just so happened to be born somewhere else. You know, like Obama.
2: Elliot learns quickly about things on Earth, like, for example, what a MILF is. Yeah, I can is. deliver jokes like that. <laughs> for example, <laughs> oh, well, let me do that a little <laughs> Elliot learns quickly about things on Earth, like, for example, what a MILF is when he meets Carla Gugino. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like that joke button in the last room. Uh, not having grown up on Earth and having only met a handful of other people in his entire life while living on an otherwise barren planet, Gardner's curiosity gets the best of him, and so he decides to make a break for it. Nothing's
0: changed.
4: I want to be out there.
3: There's been a breach. We need things from the airport, Amtrak station.
1: Warehouse,
5: farmhouse, out outhouse, and doghouse.
3: He sets out in search of both the girl he's fallen in love with over the internet—been there—and the father he's never known. Ah, uh, it
2: just goes <laughs> to show you, Earth, Mars doesn't matter. Guys will still be a deadbeat dad. There you go. That's <laughs> space
3: Yes, Karen.
0: Can't believe we didn't make an Earth girls are easy joke. I wrote
3: one. Oh. I just Do you haven't. I just didn't get to pull in time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yes. Yes. Because we found out a couple weeks ago that Earth Girls. Are, there was some deliberation. Some people said are easy. Uh, who, uh, I've not had back? the luck you, yeah, that exactly. uh, Julie Brown. Julie seems Brown was to trying to say
0: that they. <laughs> I could have had with easy. her apparently. Yeah, that would have been all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Julie mm. Brown claimed yes. Yummy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. You her,
2: her being own. from Earth, you do the math. Yeah. Let's talk about Britt Robertson for a second. The girl in this, now, she okay. was in the longest ride, which uh, because I've been traveling, I saw in a hotel. Ah. And she is <clears throat> gorgeous in it, and. You know, effervescent and all that fun stuff. But is she a kid? Because then she's like a kid in Tomorrowland. And then she's hot in the next movie. I'm and she's like a kid again. It's the same rule as John
0: Travolta. Was he a kid when he was playing in Welcome Back Carter?
2: No. There it's you 30, go. 30, right?
0: <gasps> there you go.
1: That reminds me.
0: Uh-oh. What <laughs>
1: happened? I saw Saturday Night Fever this weekend.
0: Uh-huh. I watched
1: it too. What a mess that movie is.
2: Oh, get out of here. <laughs> uh, hey, that's a John uh-huh. Battle
1: film. I enjoyed it, but well, the last. That not say anything, but. The last <laughs> 20 minutes of that movie. Last twenty minutes of that movie. That's she, so depressing. They're the worst twenty yeah. minutes ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's getting raped in the backseat oh, while they take horrible. turns. Out. And John's like, "Yeah, I could do something about it, but you know, you had this coming." Oh. And then the kid falls off <laughs> the horrible. bridge. Yeah. And then it. And then he just wanders over to that girl's apartment, and they kiss, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah,
3: it's a depressing movie. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> it. It's Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Brooklyn or the Bronx, kid. Yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn. I mean, that's an amazing thing. It's like Everybody remembers the dance sequence. But you watch a movie and you go, oh, man, this is like an absolute <laughs> yeah. just, you know. It's this a is platoon. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Platoon
3: in Brooklyn. Everybody remembers the dancing sequence for Platoon, but they forget there's all that war all stuff. All that war. No, I'm, I, again, not leaving the
1: house for this, but as soon as it's on TBS, I'm going to dial it up. I'll be fine.
3: Well, it looks like a nice uh, advancement on the teen, uh, young adult. Thing, I mean, it's like it's it has a whole concept beyond. I mean, it's just like Romeo and Juliet; they're held apart, but except it's by space and yeah. technology. I mean, it's got well, a lot. Of that's, and that's a curious
2: concept in itself. Does, has there ever been a human who wouldn't know what Earth is? yeah it's the same
1: reason third rock from the sun actually worked is because you could believe that these people wouldn't know how earth works they're not from here Mm -hmm. so you get to have that experience of having somebody experience all of this for the first time and
2: through new eyes and through you know an untarnished perspective so yeah Yeah, but it's not just like the fish out of water like crocodile dundee coming to new york i mean he sees a horse and he's like what like (laughs) in the trailer (laughs) he can't even handle that what a horse is yeah it looks
3: like it plays a bunch of different fun games in term, especially in terms of relationship and that he doesn't know what anything is but then the whole science aspect the idea of launching people and that's its whole own movie to begin with so that's yeah just the mars colonization i just
2: love
1: that there's an astronaut kendra (laughs) 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 hey astronaut kendra uh, (laughs) can you stir the tanks astronaut kendra sure thing captain tiffany (laughs)
4: yeah exactly (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: I find it interesting that five men and one woman are launched into space it's just like
2: any didn't v- seem like a good number right, well, you think? well the movie's about who got her pregnant no it's not it's about the kid later on and oh, actually okay. what
0: I was going to say is it sounds like every improv troop I've been in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah right oh. we're sending an improv troop to colonize Mars
3: that's what I heard <laughs> the we second have, joke I wish I had don't done. have high hopes <laughs> And freeze. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean I was saying the airlock is open. I'm freezing. <laughs> close the airlock. Kendra. Kendra. <laughs> Kendra. She Kendra would be it's in Kendra. A it's Logan. I'm here with Maverick and Connor. Close.
4: <laughs> no but. Can you and Taylor you need to get to safety. <laughs> Can you and Taylor get
3: you know? in. I did meet a the kid, this one of the young name uh, the kid who's named Maverick. Now that could make you a an that's a, one of those current generation yeah, names yeah. but that could make you a great astronaut maverick sure <laughs> do, you, do you shorten
1: it to mav you'd mm. yeah you'd be
0: a great fighter pilot you're absolutely right yeah, right
3: my yeah,
1: father's middle name uh is warren mm-hmm. which i will never have children but i thought if i ever had absolutely thank you if i ever had no, a thank child thank you <laughs> if i ever had a boy i would name him warren okay and then for short I'd call him War. Oh. Of course you
0: would. War, Kaius.
1: Get out there. War, make, make a play. And I Score hope a he loves pointer
0: chess, or a touchdown. And I hope he is like playing the flute in so many ways.
2: <laughs> I
1: hope he you, loves You home do
3: realize, hope just plays. to disappoint you, he'd go by his middle name, yeah. just like you did. <laughs> <laughs> for, for four weird years when he's yeah. too old to do it. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was throughout all grade school, I was War. Now I'm Lee. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, you with that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All right.
2: Awesome!
0: All right, trouble. Jason keeps chiming in from yeah. the green room, so let's get him in here. That's enough here. For the new movies.
2: Yeah. We're gonna talk about a TV show, but it's a TV show about superheroes, so Adam's psyched. Yeah. Perfect. The voice of Superman <gasps> in Cartoon Network's Justice League action, Jason J. Lewis will be with us in ten seconds. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> time. <laughs> Did we have a little trouble finding the beat, there, team? <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, I double-clapped everyone. Oh, so that you threw, threw me off. I felt
0: like I was watching a Republican convention. <laughs> it was amazing.
1: <laughs> well, I represent, you know. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, it's you always, do. It's always don't stop. About tomorrow. <laughs> that's amazing. It's
5: like when Michael Laughlin used to chastise us for our blues brother
2: steps. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's our guest, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, uh, right. the actor and voiceover artist who's working alongside. Kevin Conroy, wow, the longtime voice of Batman, mm-hmm. as the voice of Superman and Clark Kent on Justice League action, airing in the coveted Saturday morning cartoon slot <laughs> at seven thirty a.m. Jason J.
4: Lewis, yeah.
2: thank you, thank you, thank Jason. You, referencing there that we met working at Universal Studios Hollywood,
5: uh-huh. Being uh, we were, well, we first met, I think, is donkey, didn't we? When,
2: well, when, when I was doing Blues Brothers or you were Chico Marx. That's right. Those are the oh, days oh, cool. right. oh my gosh, when they had right. Marx Brothers.
5: That was even further back. Yeah, that's right. You were Blues, Chico and Marks. then I joined Blues yeah. um, not long after that.
2: Yeah. 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 We well, were an interesting Blues. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. a lot taller. <laughs> it, was,
4: <laughs> it was a
2: sizable gap. Yeah. <laughs> Elwood is taller, but this was sizable. That's <laughs> that true.
5: I feel like I probably was the shortest Jake on the roster. It sounded I, great, though. Thank you. Well, yeah, I we it and great. you as well. You yeah. as well. It was always a fun... I always had a lot of fun doing that.
2: How cheap is that show? They yeah, just cheap. keep it around. Yeah. Now there's a Starbucks there. Yeah, I know. Oh, really? stage yeah. Is gone. But at least there's an attraction. When they pulled a, a stage for entertainment and replaced it with a Starbucks, I was like, grr. But behind the Starbucks is the Walking Dead maze. So all, so world. it's all as well. <laughs> yeah, There's everybody. something going on there that's get All, you, dead, you, know, all but, you deadheads. What would there. be kind of
0: fun is if they just had all of the characters they pulled from the from Universal, like um, Oliver Hardy and stuff, just in the zombie maze walking around. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. All the,
3: all the King, characters King I got rid of? Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I'd
4: Awesome. You're right the other You're on the right the- track. That's
3: right. <laughs> the zombie says the horn. Right. <laughs> 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 right. Elliot ET. Every everybody that to close.
2: Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> are, yep.
5: Are you listening entertainment <laughs> management because this is so genius. Miami Vice Not TV. Yeah, that's great. That's really funny.
2: Wait, stay on that topic for a second. When you play Chico Marx. Yeah. Do you just study and learn a ton of uh, bits from the movies, or are you just riffing out there?
5: I, I rem- Yes, I uh, I did. I, w- I remember I spent a lot of time watching the movies, reading the old Shyster, Flywheel Shyster scripts, um, and I focused on those because that was the groucho Chico interaction mostly. Um, part I mean, of the first part. Right. Party of the first right, part. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I have to sign that. That's the sanity clause. Hey, that's the sanity clause. <laughs> yeah. That's no good. Oh, you can't fool me. There is a no sanity clause.
3: Yeah.
4: That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was I a lot of fun. I love that.
5: It was, it, was, it was truly some of the best time uh, I had ever working, and uh, I got to work alongside Dave Edison. Um, he's a great comic, and he, to this day, I credit him for teaching me how to do comedy right, because he uh, knows the anatomy of a joke.
2: Like I don't ben believe ben I know him. Was he, uh, uh, groucho? he, was, um, he was a groucho? He was yeah, a groucho, yeah,
5: um, and he was, uh, he was really, really funny. He did stand-up in the 80s in New York with Seinfeld and all those guys when they were all just getting their start and uh and so then he wound up we were lucky enough to have him at universal for a few years and he he's just so stinking funny
3: now doing the marx brothers like when i watch the marx brothers i'm like they are having so much fun does mm-hmm. that is that infectious if you and a groucho a oh, good man. a good Chico and a good groucho yeah. going at it is that is that <laughs> how fun is that well
5: <laughs> when you had the right team of guys yeah it was amazing because <laughs> yeah. there was a few guys that just hated each other and it was this weird uh. drama that like you know
4: they mm. they would them play zeppo and I I was all, I was literally always
5: stuck in the middle. Like I was like I was either with Harpo or with Groucho when I was with certain teams because the two the two Harpo Groucho guys hated each other. And so um, then but then if you get the right team, it, it was it was just it was money
2: controlled mm-hmm. chaos. You know? it, was, think, it was great. It I was think so I
0: remember uh, this is the, obviously that's a very easy gag, but I just remember being so amazed. I was up there and Harpo came over and he's doing the squeaking and everything. Before <laughs> you know it, his leg was in my hand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was just like, how that's did
3: that classic, happen? That's a classic, yeah. Harper move, yeah. that's
5: a classic Harpo move. If you watch the movies, that's classic. And, and <gasps> it's funny what we got away with, uh, you know, 16 years ago. Like I, it's mm-hmm. like we'd never probably be able to get away with some of that stuff now, <laughs> going through people's mean, purses. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we we'd sit down and we'd like you know we we'd literally sit down with people while they're eating and like you know pull out fake food and like do the <laughs> all, 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 all the eating bits and stuff and people just like what the hell's going on? You know like <laughs> so this um, but my favorite thing we used to do, and, I'll, and then we'll move on, is is we used to grab all the unclaimed uh, cameras back when they, when they used to be uh, analog cameras, you know, and people had, like, actual disposable cameras. We used to reclaim the, uh, the unclaimed cameras from guest relations, and what we'd do is inevitably it would match one of the guest's cameras, and actually Dave Edison came up with this bit, and... Uh, and we would volunteer to take the photo for the guests when they would come with us. And one of us would have these cameras <laughs> if it matched. And then we'd switch it out very subtly. And then we'd be like, oh, it's, it's not working. Hey, what's the matter? It's no work, you know? And uh, so here, I hit it a few times. I get it to work. And so I would slam it on the ground and to the point where the thing would literally shatter. Oh. In the and the guests would just be like, they would be mortified They'd be literally like living with us, And you know depending on the guest We'd take it to certain extremes versus others And they would just be like they want to laugh but then they'd be like so pissed And and, awesome. and then we'd pull out their camera And they'd be like Oh, oh my gosh and, uh, One time one guy actually goofed And destroyed the wrong camera hey. Oops. Yeah. It's gonna um, happen but, but I tell you that that to this day is still my I, oh gosh I just
0: this, love this you hearing you go into voice. that accent that's awesome
5: That's a great boss that's a summer time <laughs> since I do that accent uh, <laughs> that's cool and now I get to be a guy who flies around on a cape and tights that's a great <laughs> but only the voice and no real ass uh, no real life real life that's right
2: well let's get to that that's Justice cool. League action is right. the latest no I'm going to lead with my personal opinion mm-hmm. on uh, the world of DC entertainment <laughs> and say their their animated stuff is the best thing they got going. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, always been really solid. So it's, and I love yeah. the features and now this looks like a real hot This uh, is the
3: best concept yet. Yeah. yeah. These are all 11 minute mm mm-hmm. Mhm pieces yeah. that mm-hmm. fill and out a half hour
5: i'm glad to hear you feel that way because oh, the, it's the greatest the, idea well and because there's been a lot of us that have grown up with a lot of the uh, the other animated content like you know the batman animated series the sure. original justice league mm-hmm. series that was the half hour format with big, these great character arcs and these really deep stories and 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 we loved it i mean it yeah. was great um and i think if that tried to go now i don't know if it would be quite as successful and, and you you know uh, it's like shows like Young Justice, which were really, really fantastic, very good, um, but didn't have a life, and, and, and for some reason, and and I think it's because the media landscape has changed so much mm-hmm. in like twenty five years since Batman the animated series came out. Uh, but this, I agree with you. I think this is smartest thing to do because what you do is when you re, when I would read these scripts and I would get them, I'd be like, this is like I'm reading a good golden or silver age
3: comic book. Yeah. I mean, they're they're great. And, and they Paul, can cram a lot right? You know, uh, Paul Dini's yeah, writing Paul some Dini of wrote them. a bunch of yeah, it. He episodes did create yeah. uh, Batman the animated, series, yeah. Superman, the animated Series. The great thing about uh, Justice League action mm-hmm. is they've got every superhero in the DC universe. It's insane. And that was yeah. always my favorite thing. Like they would do that Justice League TV show, but when they did Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. and you all of a sudden you were seeing you know, Booster Gold and Blue Devil and. That's you know, uh,
5: the Warner Brothers helicopter, making sure I'm not mm-hmm.
3: giving you a secret. Okay, secrets, okay. By the okay. Way. All, right, all right, all right. We'll just keep it cool. I don't know we'll if you can see the red dot on his forehead. If you're watching on YouTube <laughs> don't know anything about Jared Leto I'm, don't know nothing to, uh, I'm bulletproof remember
4: <laughs> um, anyways
3: but well. it's but like Plastic Man has one uh, you know yeah. I mean just Seen Martian obs- Manhunter in the one I saw yeah, I saw yeah. It, uh, Dana, Dana Snyder
5: Flash. Dana Snyder is voicing Plastic Man and you know him from um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force uh, he was uh, Master Shake oh, no I don't
4: and, very yeah. nice <laughs> and you and you may not but you should watch it
5: he's been in a great many things and he's very funny well and, um, let's talk about that for yeah. a
2: second here's uh, the, <laughs> the cast uh, other cast members yeah, besides um Jason yeah. Kevin Conroy who we mentioned Mark Hamill shows wow. up yeah right
4: wow. I can't See, believe I'm
5: on the show again it's great you know
2: <laughs> 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 but he plays swamp thing right I, well you know I <gasps> swamp I, thing? I, I, yeah. I
5: I they had me do the joker and then I decided to also do swamp thing <laughs> and I just, I love
3: my Mark Hamill. <laughs> That's awesome. We just, uh, we have a friend who looks like him, and I said, you got to get the voice down. He goes, Mark Hamill doesn't have a voice. And I go, oh, I'm he pretty does. sure Mark Hamill has a voice. He's, he's, I tell you, when
5: he, he's the nicest guy, and he's as much of a nerd about all this as we are, which That's I cool. love. Oh, so you spent studio oh. time with him. Because well, I yeah. know he was in like three episodes. You've
2: mm-hmm. been to like 14, so
5: I don't know if your paths crossed. No, we we crossed uh, several times. Um, he wasn't, all, there was one afternoon in, in August of 2015 when we actually did an episode together, and it was great, but usually our paths were crossing because he was always. Filming some movie in England. I don't know what's going on there. Um, (laughs) Not sure. But yeah, (laughs) he doesn't work much lately, as far as yeah. Um, But uh, but yeah, but we actually had an afternoon in in August twenty thirteen. and I was uh, and the funny thing is, is I was in I was in Guys and Dolls at the time at Glendale Center, which uh, you guys are uh, were nine to five in, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, and we were discussing it, and because he actually came to see seventeen seventy-six there when I was in it. Oh, because cool. he was friends with our uh, Ben Franklin, uh, Mr. John Butts, and uh, he went to high school with him. Mm-hmm. I know. Don't don't say anything. No, man. I just Ben Franklin's <laughs> hilarious. to me. me him, I, I, just, yes, go ahead, go ahead. Oh uh, yes. Just I mean, you think of it. He looks ridiculous. Go ahead, go ahead. But he came to see us in in a, in a production uh, there, and and we were all just like astounded he was in the audience and held court with our cast oh for God. like an hour afterwards and when I first when I met him I reminded him he's like oh yeah I remember that it was with John Butts oh my gosh that was a great <laughs> production I I was awesome you guys were so great and uh, and it was just so fun to hear him like huh. laud that and he remembered it wow. and then I told him I was doing uh, Guys and Dolls at the same theater he's like oh when is it I, I would love to come see it and he's like but I gotta go back to England next month and I don't know if I'll be able to and uh, it, it didn't work out but he would absolutely have come. I know he would have. That's so neat. Um But then I reminded him, I was like, Warn, didn't on The Simpsons, didn't they do a parody of oh, Guys yeah. and Dolls yeah. with Mark Hamill? Yes. Yes, yes. Because yes. it was uh, like, he well, came home. Homer the, plays yeah. the bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he. <laughs> And so here I am in Guys and Dolls talking to Mark Hamill about his appearance on The Simpsons where they parody Guys and Dolls. And life just got really meta for me. It wow. was like, it was, it was in really In the best crazy. possible in way. In the best possible way. But it is so cool
2: about well, it. Well, so. this is who else you'll hear on uh, Justice League Action Stephen Tobolowsky. The oh, great, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Ned. Mm-hmm. Uh, John DiMaggio. Great voice actor. Oh, Sean yeah. Astin. Gary yeah. Cole. Mm-hmm. Christy Mikopoulos, who I love. James Woods. Tara Strong. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. oh yes. Yeah. Who is the uh, uh, the what's her name? Uh, she does Harley. Harley Quinn. She- is that
3: the original Harley Quinn? Mm. Hmm. She's always done the voice, right, um, for the animated ones. There's, there's, I think so for for quite some time. I think so. I think that's the original Harley Quinn still. Yeah.
2: Well, wait. Speaking yeah. of this, let me play a little clip here from the show. Now, uh, this is Superman and Wonder Woman on a date. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, this is. uh, I don't think this is aired in America yet. I think this is uh, in UK only. So, uh, so yeah. But I think there's there's preview clips floating around. It's up on the website. Yeah, yeah, it's up on the (laughs) website. Yeah. That garlic risotto was amazing.
3: I told you, it's the best place in town. This is so nice. I haven't been out on a date in
0: ages.
5: So, what about Steve Trevor?
0: Oh, I think that's going nowhere. He's got a crush on Wonder Woman, of course. But as Diana Prince, I'm as invisible as my jet.
5: Tell me about it. Lois just looks right through me.
2: Okay, no, wait a second. Wait so I need Is, is this Clark or is this? Superman. Superman. I was, it's Clark. I
5: was actually as Clark in this particular and
0: she scene. She was yeah. as the. Mm-hmm alter
2: ego but where is Lois lane what
5: gives with that? um you know they she she comes Tinder. up she comes up i don't want to say anything <laughs> so, I don't want to say anything so, else but you know she, she comes when up. you
3: get cast as superman you have to have both voices right and are
5: um, there two voices you know i asked them about that when this episode came up, and they they just said no you know it's it's not that big a deal because of the way that they're writing this particular show they they weren't really it's just uh, glasses right yeah. the glasses is the thing. i would just um, be so I, I kind of i made him a little like I, I did a minor affectation but i don't even know if anyone would really notice yeah. uh, there's another episode uh, later in the season where i i know i'm clark again and clark has a little bit of a bigger role in that one so um, and that's a really fun one that I
3: can't talk about yet. But. I heard that helicopter <laughs> it's, it's, come back over.
0: Again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. playing
5: the clip of <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, oh no! It's the, uh, but it's a really funny episode. The so.
3: old radio show, the Superman radio show. I, I used to listen to those because I had them in the library, like old time radio. And the Superman, but, but to make the audience know that he was flying, he or, or changing because mm-hmm. it's radio, he had to be. Uh, uh, my favorite thing he he would always go. This is a job for Superman.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you would
3: always change it. Like- well, that's the question I have. Do you ever <laughs> say to yourself? Superbad.
1: I'm voicing Superman. I've got to sound like Superman. Do you ever get into your right. head about um, it? Um, I think you know
5: that's a great question actually Thank because you. Um, you know when I when the auditions came around, um they they were asking for, you know they 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 acknowledge the fact that you they'll probably see hear a lot of people that, Um, They've they've heard that have voiced him before and they said, you know, if you if you read for this character before I've done this character before Please audition again, but but you know, we're really looking for something different and interesting in this particular version Did you give him the Chico? uh, Yeah, I did. Hey, that's a great. I'm from Krypton. I'm gonna go fly around That's right. I uh, would love that. I'll see you later. Uh, uh, Hey Luther, what's the matter you? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Why you so mean? <laughs> um. So, <laughs> but but they said they wanted some. You know, they really wanted him to be the 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 Clark, the the uh, the Midwestern. That they brought that purity in him. And uh, and I and I see why because the, the the show's got a bit of humor to it. Um. So with that, I think you know we see in Clark, especially when he, when he's Clark and he's, he's that he he's a uh, he's a little bit goofy. You know, and but I think as Superman when he he takes what he does seriously but he t- doesn't take himself seriously and he can wink and smile at certain things because he's superman Go and ahead. so it adds a lot of the the body of humor to it, and they wanted someone that would not really put on a voice, like you're suggesting, because the moment I do that, I I, I, I want to get in my head about it. You know what I mean? I want to think about oh, I I got to stay focused on on this way I'm the way that this version I'm creating of it.
2: But it is it is hard, which could limit the emotion you can show because you're concentrating on the affectation. Well, y- Perhaps. And, and that's yeah. in this. And, and I was telling um I was telling uh, Karen. Karen. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: When'd you get here? <laughs> um, this looks like a job.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> for bad memory. It's all um, right. We haven't heard from Karen much superhero talk yeah, going that's
5: on. That's
0: all now. right. When we get to Bill Murray, I'm ready.
5: <laughs> um, Bill Murray, but I was who I was, did
3: the voice of the Human Torch? We could talk. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, true. thank on a Radio you. show. True.
5: Um, but but I was telling Karen earlier that um, the, the I when I I made a very conscious choice when I was when I would go into sessions and when I would break down scripts that I would try to give Superman very perfect diction. And so when I would speak. I would make sure that my mouth was talking fully and that my lips were moving all across my face. Because oftentimes when we speak, we kind of just close our mouths and talk very lazily and it's very simple. But, you know, when you're talking as Superman, it's a whole different thing. So you want to make sure that everything is very clear and every vowel is pronounced clearly. You, know?
0: you could do a great Obama. That was very obama asked. That's
5: right. Very uh, good Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh. That's nice. I
5: have a fear of being hired we, for my We need voice. to have him back as soon as possible. Uh-huh. That was
4: great.
1: <laughs> no, I have this fear of getting hired as a voice actor because I would immediately think, oh, okay, am I sounding like myself? Wait a minute. I need to sound more like myself. <laughs> they hired me. Is, 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 is well, this what they hired? I can't help. this is what they hired.
5: And the funny thing is, is I spent so much of my career matching other people. I mean, because I, I do are a lot you part of impressions of the loop group? and stuff. No, I'm not, but I'd, I'd love to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that cartel. But, uh, but the, but <laughs>
4: <laughs> Close, <laughs> where's that helicopter close-knit? again <laughs> um,
5: yeah the, but you know I spent a lot of my career matching other actors that it was weird for me to just kind of be me like what I brought to the table was me and that was freeing and terrifying all at the same time and they, and, liked that, it. And, and, and they liked it and they and what was even more interesting is that you know they they brought back so many actors that have had done these characters before and and they didn't with me, and that was very flattering when I realized that. And and Rachel, uh, who plays Wonder Woman, Rachel Kimsey, Kimsey, uh, she's uh, the same situation where we're both kind of the new kids on the block in this group, and. And it was very, very flattering, but also incredibly terrifying. You know, you're standing next to Kevin Conroy. And, you well, know, when his voice came through the headphones the first time, I just like almost peed myself. The original like, Batman yeah. the animated series. That is the voice of Batman. I, I grew that up is with the that. most yeah. Batman. I mean, I was, oh. I was 15 when that came out, and it, cha- it changed my life. I mean, because I, I, I watched that show religiously. It was amazing.
3: What is it like hearing that voice come out of that guy?
5: It's it is it's it's fascinating. I mean, I'll tell you because he's such a gentleman and he's such a very quiet and kind of reserved fellow, and and he's he's very polite and and you know he's like oh that's, that's great, it's
2: really interesting. And then when he gets behind the microphone, he's like, "You said this," and you're like, "Whoa,
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> it's crazy." So speaking of been, speaking
2: of uh, being surrounded by these these folks, Diedrich Bader's in there, too. Yeah, well, who was yeah. a former Batman? Now mm-hmm. he's playing yeah, uh, somebody else the in the show.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: DJ Batery was was Batman on Batman uh uh Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold. Mm-hmm. That is that is up until I believe this one, the best batman cartoon ever if you yeah. uh, any adult fans we must mm-hmm. watch this it's hilarious and amazing it's just so <laughs> confident it's almost like a, a, a adam west yeah but you but taken a little more seriously mm-hmm. in, in a, a comic book sense you know it,
5: it that he's got so many fans that uh, you go to comic cons and, and you know things like that well, uh, that's what i was going to ask you yeah. you
2: you went this year yeah, yeah. You to represent to the panel and on the, on well League. they
5: didn't have us and me and rachel on the panel um they had actually it's they had Kevin and Dietrich because they're such fan favorites and yeah. um and they they represent the show in a way that's going to appeal to that comic con base cuz they all know that these are the two batman together um so and me not being a household name yet they, they didn't put me on the panel because they're like who's this guy um but it was still exciting because they did announce us there and then they brought us up on stage afterward and we took pictures and everything cool. like that and um and Dietrich is is so funny he, he's great he, he's actually messed with me on twitter which is uh flattering as heck to me <laughs> like <laughs> he's just he's a really cool guy and he he looked at me and Rachel he's like well Congratulations! You'll be welcome at Comic Con the rest
1: of your life. <laughs> That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with That's that. You know? Well, he's got so. Drew Carey money, right? So it's everything, yeah. every, everything <laughs> on this, uh, everything from here on out, is a gravy. It's, just, yeah. it's all I have about money a question with about you, this. Yes, yeah. I have a question about this series that you're on, okay. and Adam, in the ones you When I was in college, uh, roughly early '90s, let's not give too much away. Um, the Batman cartoon came out. Is mm-hmm. that all part of? Is this all part of that?
5: Well, no, because that's what's known. They reboot as.
1: over and over. But is this I mean, part of the DC? Is this not well, a continuation? Because that was an amazing no. cartoon. It was no. on at like four o'clock in the afternoon. It was and
5: extremely yeah. noir. And that's what I was kind of talking about earlier when the media landscape. Yeah, this is
3: this is so bright so much, and you know. cartoony. Oh, okay. way cartoony. But, but action packed too. But, but, the
2: title didn't lie.
5: Yeah, and it, it is. It's like eleven minutes of like it's like the third act of a movie, and it's like very action packed. But I will say that they pull heavily. They they're very inspired by a lot of that. And in fact, there's. Uh, there's a clip going around online where there's a, an episode coming up. Uh, is it? I think it's later this month. Maybe I'm not sure when it's going to air here in America, but it aired in England a while back. And uh, it's it's a it's got Blue Beetle, and they they go back in time to the the night when Batman was uh, first Batman, and he took down Carmine Falcone in this hmm. animated version. And they did all these homages to the animated series. Oh, that's great! And it's it's oh my gosh! It's so funny. And if you've ever been and even uh, not only the animated series, but Batman '66, yeah, um, as Adam well West. as yeah, and it's and uh, and I also get to voice Carmine Falcone in that episode. That's kind of oh. cool.
4: <laughs> now. I was gonna say it
2: seems like Conroy has been playing Batman the longest, but. Didn't Adam West and and Burt Ward just voice yes. Batman and Robin again? Which means yeah. if they're still doing it, then they win. They're the yes. longest Batman. And <laughs> they Robin. just did an animated. That's right. Uh, the Cape uh, Crusaders. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it yet
5: either. I know our um a couple people on the team were involved with that one as well. Um I believe Wes Gleason, our director for that, was was directing that as well. And uh and it's it's did very well on video. I mean, hey, I heard he, it was very funny. You know, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. But.
3: If, if you have any in with those people that are making these things, uh Terrence Stamp is still alive. Gene Hackman is still alive. There's a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, Brandon Routh, uh, you know, he was Superman. He sounds like Christopher Reeve. I'm saying we get an animated, just like the Batman 66, we got to get a a Christopher Reeve Superman movie going in the DC animated. It would be, I, but we want well, that to
2: be with Jason J. Lewis, yeah. yeah. Don't we? I'm sorry, sorry. Yes. Yes? <laughs> well, well, much of my I, and I. I've, could you do I've a
4: Christopher spoke, Reeve? I've, I've, well, <laughs> I spoke well. I've
5: spoken about this several times in other interviews, but I, I, you know, a lot of what I do with Superman is definitely inspired by Reeves, if anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, Tim Daly and George Newbern did great work on on the original two Superman uh, and Justice League animated series, but um, and, and I love their work too. But I, for me, with this particular incarnation, I was. Really trying to drive towards what Reeve captured, which was
3: that that kind
5: of innocence and that that purity and the things about him that we loved were just when he said, I never lie. You know, it's like you believed oh. it. You know what I mean? So A was, friend. Yeah. When he says a friend, I just melt
3: every yeah. time. Was, <laughs> Come that, on, that was, Reeve, what are you doing? That <laughs> was what I wanted to
5: make sure I captured in, in, in oh,
3: what
2: I was doing. So. I just flew in from the East Coast and every time I do, I go. Statistically, it's still the safest form of flying because yeah. I don't like flying. Yeah, so I have to go over that in my head. Chris Reeve said it's statistically safe. Oh, so statistically just... speaking, you anyway, know the real. great thing about Superman and Justice League action is he's being Superman. Yeah, mm-hmm. the stupid movies, everybody hates him, and he's <laughs> moping around, and he never gets to Superman. And you think he <laughs> Superman's up all the time? Yeah, and I I love the way they they've
5: written him and the and the action they give him to do. He's he's fast. He's he's like really you know like there's this. <laughs> One scene where he catches the Joker by the face, you know, like it's like in, in one of our episodes and it, it's like that's so fun And he, u- he uses every one of his powers in, throughout the series and and it's really neat to see them embracing that And and I think the fans really like that
2: too I Well, mean, the, the thing about re- Batman versus Superman the movie is that Superman wins like how do you ever be if you, if you don't have Krypton Kryptonite and I've already seen two episodes of Justice League action where people get one up on Superman Without kryptonite. Mm-hmm. There's the one that they just simply transport him to another planet. Oh, he you saw that? He doesn't have the one? sun anymore. Yeah. Oh, it's online. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I saw all stuff online. That hasn't, again,
5: that hasn't aired in America yet, but that actually, uh, it's called Under a Red Sun, and that is. Yeah. Probably my favorite episode that I recorded so cool. because there's a, there's we, a
2: clip from it up probably teasing yes. for the whole thing, but and I just like the fact that the villain took him to another planet. It's like no more sun for I you. I think so that now was one
5: of the best written ones, uh, best written Superman episode by far. But it but it was so cool to have that. And I, when I read that for the first time, I was like. I get to do this! Like this is amazing! Like this is exactly how everyone would want to see Superman. Like because I think he gets a, in in the fan communities. Um, you know, Batman's the smart one; he's the great detective. You know, even though he doesn't have any actual powers per se, and Superman is 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 kind of the the, the muscle. You know, and they forget that he's he's not. He's not dumb. He's a very intelligent man, and he and he's he's very articulate and and knows how to get himself out of jams, and and you see that in this episode, and I love that about it, and it was it was really I think the it'll, it'll remind us of what we love best about suits.
2: Well, that was a great tease in the little clip they put up. I want to see yeah. the whole episode. for Yeah, sure.
5: yeah, it's it's so good.
2: Let me throw some other names to see if you had any interaction with these folks who also. I mean, the, the, we're not done with the cast list yet. There's yeah, a lot it's, of people, it's in this unbelievable. Thing. Ken Jeong, Carl Reiner, yeah, Pat Oswalt. Patton Oswalt, Andy Richter, mm-hmm. Michael Dorn, great voice, mm-hmm. Mina Suvari, Charlie Schlatter, Armin Schimmerman, and Peter Stormare.
5: Yeah, unbelievable.
2: This is all one. I'll TV never show. forget
5: when when Peter came in to to record Mister Freeze. I, I I was coming in and he was leaving, and I just was so like because oh, I love Peter Stormare. He's he's amazing, and he is such an interesting fellow. He I remember he was he was wearing like weird like bright converse like it totally the antithesis well, he's of a nihilist you, yeah <laughs> well and and that's the thing is like you see him in all these dark kind of characters and stuff and he was just the, kind of like this bright and like you know dressed it was like wow it's so crazy but he was such a such an interesting fellow but i think he does a great job as as freeze in this mr freeze
2: and two uh movie guys guest update Tie-ins. Mm-hmm. Heath Corson wrote, wrote this. Yes. Uh, wrote oh. a lot of this show. He's been in, in here. He's he wrote the plastic man one. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came he in when Justice League episodes. War was coming out. Yeah, he was writing.
5: He wrote a couple episodes and good ones. You know, really good episodes. I think he was. Was he responsible for the? No, not under a red sun, but
4: he I
3: was, th- I saw on Twitter he wrote the plastic. The pl- man oh, one. oh plastic. I know man he wrote that world. one. Yes, yes. I might right. have worked on other ones. That's so, right. Because he kind of blew up after our. After Well, the movie writing, Guys Bump. Yeah. yeah. Movie Guys Bump. He started writing a couple of DC comics, yeah. I think, or something. And he kept writing all the, the a bunch of the.
2: Yeah, the, I think the, he went the, to like the actual comics, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah.
5: Um, but yeah, he's he really knows the universe well and and writes these characters super well. All our all our writing staff does like they're all so fantastic.
2: And jumping from Justice League action, you worked with uh, Ross Marquand, also a guest in. Yes, nice. oh that's yeah. right. Before Ro- he blew up on Walking he on Dead, here? yeah he, he came. Ross in was here. on
4: here.
5: How did, yeah. how did you guys know Ross? how did you
2: guys meet him? Uh, through our, we got involved with the Phoenix Film Festival and knew some people, and he had been mm-hmm. in a film there and the previous. Oh year, right, So said right. right. you have him in, and he's, he came he's in and blew me away with his Brad Pitt. If you're uh, unfamiliar <laughs> with our show. No, yo, you, you, yo. It's like he
3: yeah. just, uh, Hey, <laughs> he's
2: yo. always eating in his mouth. That's what he's doing. Oh, like, nice.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Well, Ross and I, we were on a, a show called Impress Me that was uh, briefly on the Pop TV network. And uh, it was actually designed just to be a web show. And it was uh, produced by Soul Pancake and Rain Wilson's company. And and then uh, Pop TV picked it up, and uh, it, it just it went kind of like insane. And then, and then he booked Walking Dead, yeah. you know, not long after we did that. And it was this kind of weird thing where we we're like, whoa. Like, not long after he was in here. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh. No. Again, big well, things are ahead for you. And the funny thing is, is uh, I, I met <laughs> Ross. The first time I met Ross, we were both involved in a, in a uh, production uh, called All About Jack which was The Impersonators of Jack Nicholson. And um, it was a- It was a a stage show. Yes, it was a spinoff of the All About Walken show, which was the impersonators of Christopher Walken. And I I was in that show briefly as well. But the writer of that show, Patrick O'Sullivan, who's amazing and and brilliantly funny, he wanted to do a Jack Nicholson show. So it didn't do as well as The Walken Show, but I thought it was really funny. And Ross was part of our cast, uh, and then he was there for like a week, and then he's like, "Well, guys, I'm shooting a movie. I'm out. So sorry." <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, well, good for you. And then, um, and then he and I met again uh, a couple of years later. And this is one of the, this is truly one of the coolest experiences of my life. I'm about to share with you. Um, I got booked to do this gig up at Pixar back yeah. in 2012 and uh great story oh, Already, yeah already a great story <laughs> and uh it was but it was interesting because uh it was on a monday afternoon i got a call from my agent they're like they need you at disney at four o'clock can you get there and i'm hmm. like oh yeah what am i doing they're like well you need to match the the, the muppets can you do kermit and stuff and i'm like yeah Whoa. but what is it they're like well just just go and you know okay so i show up and and tom kenny's leaving his audition so it's like you know the SpongeBob. voice spongebob and uh and so i'm like wow this is this must be something really serious and so, uh, so I get there and then I go in and I read for Kermit and you know and Fozzie and a couple others, and uh, the casting director is um, is the the feature film casting director. So this is like, I'm like, what is going on? This must be like really huge. And so, uh, so I get a call and they said, well, you booked it. You're going to Pixar on Wednesday, and they so I, I'm like, what? I'm like, you're doing a read through of The Muppets Most Wanted, and it's for like all the brass oh, like, wow. they, they, it was like all like it was literally all the Pixar people and all the Disney people and so I just was like whoa this wow. is intense and you're like you're Kermit and you're also Sam the Eagle and you're and I'm like okay oh. this is okay what <laughs> and I'm like oh, I'm wow. like flipping out and so I get to the airport we, we flew we all flew out of Burbank and, and who shows up Tom Kenny of course shows up and then he so he booked it and then Ross was there and Ross was doing all of the celebrities that were appearing. Oh, well, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and so, and, and I was like, I was like, we, the whole afternoon he and I are going, where do we know each other from? Because it had been like three or four years since we'd done the all about Jack thing. And uh, and then by the end of the afternoon, I was like, all about Jack. That's where I know. It. He's like, that's right, you know. And <laughs> and uh, and it turns out that we wound up uh, having the same agent eventually. We're both at Vox, and um, I remember. Um, my agent, Eamon Brennan at the time, he, he, I was at the office one day and he showed me a video. He's like, dude, you gotta see this guy's impressions. And I was like, okay. And I watched this video and I was like, holy crap, this guy's phenomenal. I mean, Mm. I feel pretty confident about my impressions and I, I mean, I, I feel like I have pretty good ones. But when I, when I saw what Ross was doing and how they captured, I was like, he's, he's a great actor as well. And Mm -hmm. it's not just the impressions. And so, and that's what really is, is truly phenomenal about him. So. Yeah, and, but we all did the the Muppets read through, so it was me That's and it so was, neat. Like, it was uh. Tom Kenny, it was Missy Pyle, oh, and yeah. uh, John Michael Richardson, and uh, Thomas Lennon. Uh, it's like, I mean, these um, comedy greats, like, we're all yeah. sitting there across the table from Andrew Stanton and Pete Doctor, and, like, wow. you know, it's like, whoa. Holy, yeah. It was, an, it was, it the was stars insane. were great and all, but now you just. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it, it, it was unbelievable to me. It was surreal. And to this day, it's like, uh, you know, Pete there's. Pete Doctor, and <laughs> nicest guy in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, there's like my marriage, the birth of my children, and Pixar. <laughs> and you know, Pixar. And, and like, <laughs> and then, and then, you know. Kind of a tie is the day I book Superman. So <laughs> you know, it's like because because like uh, that that too was like I got an email from my agent. They're like, oh, by the way, you're Superman. Um, you know, wow. it's like this very like off the. That's cuff not email. just a superhero. It's
3: not yeah. just a cartoon. You're oh. Superman. My agent was That's so funny. The it was
5: literally it was literally that tone of the email. I was like, oh, by the way, they want to see you on the seventh. Uh, you're Superman. And I was like, what? <laughs> like rewind. Back that up. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So.
2: It was very funny. Well, again, that is. Saturday mornings. Right now, yeah. uh, what I went to was to the Cartoon Network mm-hmm. site. If you want to yes. wet your appetite, yes. yeah. there's clips there. Apparently, of shows that are already there's airing overseas yes. that will soon be here. So you will. They you aired.
5: Will. They start airing it weird, like in the UK on in November, and then it was uh, they started airing in December here. But then there are full episodes on the website yes. as well, and you can buy an iTunes subscription. Uh, I think, and you can just get the season pass, and it'll just give you the episodes too as, as you get it. I know some people have done that, so. And uh, that's a good way to get it, you know. I need to do that.
2: I want to ask your favorite movie (laughs) of all time. Yeah. What impersonation, though, real quick can we get out of you before uh, Homer? Oh, yeah. Optimus Um, Prime?
5: I don't know. We could do Homer. (laughs) Just close your eyes and imagine something yellow.
0: (laughs) Uh, Could you do a bump for the movie guys? Yes. Yeah, you're listening to the movie guys or something?
5: Hey, you're listening to the movie guys. And they know movies better than you.
3: Oh, that's Thank fun. you. That cool was idea. awesome. That was did all you thought. say you did Chris Pine?
2: What? Uh, no, I didn't oh. say that at who, all did you say? who
3: does what? that? But, uh, <laughs> no,
2: I said uh, <laughs> Optimus Prime.
3: Oh, Optimus oh. Prime. I, I want to like, hear you like, do Chris Pine. Wait a minute. it's no, a
2: cyborg uh, no. Captain Kirk. Optimus ah, I Pine. I Pine. <laughs> Optimus Pine. Uh, I, you know,
5: now I want to try. Thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on that now. This is Optimus Prime. You're watching the movie, guys.
3: Holy cow, yeah. that's awesome. You have nothing on your voice there. That's I know. Just, That's all robot. Know. He added robot just by
4: moving I his hear hat.
1: The, I want to hear the Brad Pitt again. Yes.
5: I don't do it nearly as well as Ross, but you know, it's like this thing where he's always got to have like a couple nachos in my mouth. Be like, hey, bro,
2: what's going on? <laughs> hey,
5: come here. You know, and of course- like,
2: <laughs> That's an yeah, occult. Yeah, I don't do it nearly oh, as well as Ross, right.
5: though. He's he's so dead on.
2: What All right, one G- is your favorite?
1: but Which one's uh, your but, favorite? Well, your best, uh, your strongest impression? Yeah. Um,
5: well, I mean Homer's always my go-to That's whenever I have one. like. That's a great Homer. But then I, I you know I also am donkey uh for Dreamworks uh, on some occasions where I'm doing this. Hey, uh, can
3: we do dueling donkey? <laughs> dun, 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 yeah, dun, I dun, know
5: it's crazy. Actually Paul was the first person I heard doing it.
2: Yeah, well I tried, man. I tried my best. <laughs> you do great, Paul. You I do great. What I can. You you were the trail
5: <laughs> you were the trail blesser, and I just followed you. I blazed the trail. <laughs> you blazed the trail, Paul. <laughs>
2: oh, look at you, man. You look yeah,
5: great.
0: I, I know I'm like a progeny.
5: But yeah, I like that oh, hat. That's man. a very nice hat. Yeah, I'm one half the ass, you
2: the other half.
3: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> hey, shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: Jason, it is ti- you've been laboring okay, over this. I know. We ask every guest, what is your favorite movie of all time? Whew. Okay, because I, I think about
5: my favorite versus what I feel is the best film of all time. Absolutely. And that's, and that's a very hard We're distinction. We're talking favorite. So if I have a favorite, if I have a go-to that I love to watch and that I, and that I have to be honest with, that I've watched more in my lifetime than anything else, and this is going to be crazy, uh, it's Tron. Oh. The original Tron in 1982. Huh. And, good call. Yeah. It's <laughs> never
3: bad. It's never bad. It's and, always amazing and, what they somehow pulled off in 1982 uh-huh. that's still good. I Have know. you seen it on Blu-ray? I, it's oh. like they shot it yesterday. It's and beautiful. And still don't know how they I shot know. it. And, and it's
5: funny because there's so many movies that I, I genuinely love, but that movie made such an impression on me when I was a kid. I was I... Uh, I remember we taped it off the Disney Channel, and and I literally watched it almost every day. Like after when I get home after uh, being in third grade, I just come home, and I just want to watch it because it was so fascinating. The idea of this going into a computer, oh, and, yeah. you know, and and you know now it's like interesting because. <laughs> everyone hails the matrix as being this original film and i'm like it's tron and a bigger computer guys it's the same movie it's basically the same tron film. is like so. the most
3: original movie it, yeah. it just has this whole world it exists oh, in man. with its own rules and everything and yeah. it just goes it's it's, it's, it's it's a it's a hell of a an cheat and
5: it's interesting because to read to, to really understand the Bridges. history of it yeah and Jeff Bridges, <laughs> you know.
3: because man come on man <laughs>
5: <Somewhere> <laughs> in one of these machines is
3: the evidence <laughs> you know yeah that is <laughs> a big door
5: yeah. <laughs> that is a big door. Yeah, it's like that's one of my favorite I lines of
2: all. I
0: have never seen that movie.
5: Yeah.
2: Oh, you oh. like it. It's good. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's really you fun. You should watch it. It seems kind of like teenage boyish. Yeah. yeah but it's not. It's it was a solid film. It was
5: cyberpunk before Cyberpunk existed. And and that's what I loved now. about it. Interesting. And, Interesting. And Jeff Bridges. And here's, and here's some things mm. to know about it though, that the director of the film Steven um, Lisberger. Steven Lisberger, yeah. He was the developer of the technology that made the film. So they, that's why they had him direct it, um, and also why some of the acting is a little bit patchy throughout. That's his first it's not, movie, yeah, and, and <laughs> I think his only film too. I don't know if he directed anything else after that, did he? I don't uh, think he yeah. did. Um, but he and he said himself, he's like I. Was not really looking to direct this. I just wanted to tell this story, and and he was hoping someone else would actually direct it. He wanted to be more of a producer and, and that kind Could of. Could you
0: thing. imagine if he went on to like doing like a romance movie after that? But he just only knew the world of Tron. <laughs> well, he was like, well, I guess we have to have some sort of like, my I don't know, computer love or something. It would well. Be, and there's, and there's like actually the there's a it deleted a grid, I don't know. <laughs> well, there's a deleted
5: love love scene. in the grid. Oh. There's a deleted love scene with uh, Cindy Morgan and Bruce Boxleitner. Uh, it was supposed to be in the film, and it was this very kind of. It was so ahead of its time that, that Disney was like, "We don't want to do this. Actually, this is weird." It was and literally cyber sex.
1: It
0: does it sound like cyber mm-hmm. sex. It was
5: literally that, and it was like it, invo- it It was totally alluded to that that's what it was. Um, but the whole premise behind Tron is that um, the cre- the the users. Um, are the creators of programs, and the programs are imbued with their personality and who and and everything and they look are. like them and look and so when they go <laughs> in the computer, they look and act and speak like their yeah. their creators. And, and and I to me as a person of faith, I think this is actually a very biblical story in many ways. There's like a lot of like people really say the same of Do you believe in the users? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, you did. exactly. So and yeah, do you believe in the users? It's like this kind <laughs> of like almost like a messianic story about about this guy Flynn who's like I just want to be you know my stuff, man. You know, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it's like it, it's but it's fascinating to watch and and it is the technology is amazing. It, it looks like it was made yesterday if you watch it on like a, a high tech and no f-
3: no film has ever been made like that before or since and never will they took every single frame of film 24 frames a second mm-hmm. yep. and shot them in 75 millimeter blew them up real big yep. had people hand copied them five times for five yep. different effects mm-hmm. so the eye was one color the shading was another mm-hmm. color the light was one color and it they was would, like
5: a live action animated film
3: yeah mm-hmm. they did they blew it up five times they hand colored and then shrunk them all back down and composited them into one frame
5: mm-hmm. it's unbelievable 24
3: times a second <laughs>
5: That movie took. God like God it was a Three hit. years to make. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. But also, think about how in over. You ever been in over your head? Imagine being Steven Lisberger. Like, I've got this technique. It's new. It's radical. It's cool. We should make a feature film out of it. Yep. Okay.
5: <sighs> Disney's like, sure, we're looking for something new. You <laughs> how know. Do you, how do I do that? <laughs> but I mean, if you haven't seen it, and and there's so many great things about it too, like the window, Wendy Carlos score. Um, mm. she was a, a pioneer. Uh, actually. It, <laughs> it was it, was it was a she she was a man and then became a woman her name and became Wendy Carlos uh, but but she developed uh, a lot of the synthesized uh, switched on Bach kind of stuff you know like she was part mm. of that electronic classical music thing in the 70s and and so they hired her to create the score and uh, it's just this beautiful epic Great score and it's, yeah. oh man to this day you put it on you're like wow I'm gonna
2: cry it's and not like for it's nothing just, the Daft yeah. Punk score in the sequel yes. is yeah. excellent too. oh
5: absolutely and, and I think it, what 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 I loved about Tron Legacy was the homage to the original film. What I didn't like about it was it didn't cover enough new ground for me. Like, I wanted it to kind of like really get into some more stuff, but... Kind of like
2: The Matrix, again, comparing The Matrix, those Matrix sequels kind of was like, I wish we had more of... But man, it the was. The fight against a, But the, I'll tell yeah,
5: you, it was a Tron sequel and it was enough for me. And I, was I like, know. They were, were never going to make so that. Freaking great. <laughs> they were I, never going to make a Tron sequel. It <laughs> was so great. And I loved every minute of it.
2: And so. I remember the last time I saw Tron, I think it was with that. i at the New Beverly yeah. Cinema. Yeah, so on the big yeah, screen. So it's possible right to right see now. it on the big screen. Just Double feature it. with? Every now and then. Uh, last last Starfighter. Starfighter. Oh, yeah. Oh, Is that man. the greatest theater on Earth?
3: Come on. The Last Starfighter in Tron? Are
5: you kidding me? Well, I remember I, I, I actually saw every now and then the L Cap will kind of dust it off and You're put it right. on the big screen. And, yeah. and it just so happened that the, the week that the Phantom Menace came out, Tron was playing at the L Cap. And oh. I got to go opening night of Tron and everyone's waiting in line for oh, Phantom wow. Menace. And I'm like all excited about Tron. And, uh, and it was funny because uh, they had a panel and they actually brought like the art director and a couple of people from the film and they talked all about it. And it. I mean, it was just amazing to hear them talk about it and to watch it on the big screen, which I had never done up to that point. Mm. And uh, it is so breathtaking to see some of the visuals they created. And so, I, I mean, I highly recommend anyone seeing it because we would not have the cinema we have today without Tron.
3: And so. they call 82, which is the year that came mm-hmm. out, the, the biggest geek year of all time because this yeah. is the post-Star Wars That's wave. Right. So everybody, it became, uh, you know, so that studios could actually make these mm-hmm. sci-fi movies. They were making everything. Yeah. So in 82, you had Star Trek II, you had Tron, you had... Poltergeist. Poltergeist. E.T.? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. E. T.? yeah. Yeah. Oh. And, um, yeah. And it's. Lady it was, Hawk? I don't know. There's a bunch baby. of others. <laughs>
5: I have a funny Cindy Morgan story if you want to hear it. Please.
2: Go ahead. Cool. Karen's birthday is right after that. Oh, so go oh, ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Cindy Morgan
3: is Cindy Morgan plays
5: the female lead in it, and uh, uh, Yuri. Yuri. Uh, she plays Yuri in the film. And uh, I I actually wound up hosting a panel. At, at an LA Comic Con that they did a few years ago and it was a Tron panel because so but the people that organized the thing knew I was a huge Tron fan and they're like do you want to host the panel I'm like yes I do and uh, it had Bruce Boxlightner and Cindy Morgan all these people there and Cindy's in San Diego every year yeah and she always assigned an autograph right next to Bruce they always yeah. have booths next to each other and uh, and so it's interesting because I, I got to know them a little bit through that whole experience does everyone think she's Mrs. King anyway, yeah so. no they it's yeah <laughs> And um, and so I got to know her, you know, a little bit through that. And then, so at at Comic Con uh, a few months later, I decided to go down and say hi to her in the uh, in the autograph hall, and um, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, how are you?" She was so sweet. She totally remembered me, and she's like, "By the way, um, do you mind if I if I get a ride home with you?" And I was just like. What? Cindy Morgan doesn't have a ride home, and I and I rode down there with friends, so I, I didn't know what I was going to do. But I was like, I will find a way. Yeah. <laughs> I will find a For way some Facetime. Yeah. Sorry, well, I gotta give
3: Aaron Gray a ride home. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, because because
5: I guess I guess Bruce had like like ditched her. I felt yeah, kind of bad. What, what the hell? I was like, come on, Tron. You know, and uh, but he had other things going on, and he couldn't give a ride home and so uh she's like will you give me a ride home please and and so i was like sure you know i'll be happy to and so here here she is and my friends you know aaron aaron kaiser he's a producer friend of mine and here we are in his like ruddy explorer <laughs> like it's, it's like, like i don't know what year it is but it's barely holding together and it's got all these guys in there and then all the stuff that we brought home and me and cindy morgan in the back seat and we're talking like the whole way home from san diego and she's telling me all these stories about tron and bruce and and it was just fascinating it went so long that i when we got home i wound up actually taking her to lax after that because she needed to, to fly out and stuff oh, wow. too so i was like yeah i'll take it let's let's talk some more like it was just it was the coolest thing and cindy i, I just I thank Aha. you so much for that that was amazing
4: so well there you go yeah, yeah that's cool i thought
1: she needed a ride back to the hotel nope. i didn't know she was going to lax yeah. you know who's really did ditch her <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I you know who's got uh, a better story about that yes the guy who owns the Explorer, he's like, yeah, next yeah. thing I know, my buddy Jason's <laughs> in here. With him. Oh, yeah.
5: Aaron, my buddy Aaron tells that story a lot. Because he, I came to him I'm like, dude, do you have any room? And he's just like,
1: well, I don't know. I mean, I,
5: I got a few. It's like, you have
2: to <laughs> make, <laughs> room. Room, make room. He's like, okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap up the Sorry. show here with a bang. Karen's look at the birthdays of the people who make the movies. Yay. It's Karen's birthdays. Take it away. Karen's birthdays. It's time for Karen's birthdays. It's yes, time
4: for Karen's birthdays. It's time Karen's birthdays. Yes,
0: let's start, start birthday, off our week of birthdays Weeks by wishing a very happy birthday to Miss Sherilyn Fenn. Oh. Who? Twin Peaks. Twin
4: Peaks, Twin uh, peaks oh, hottie. Now, everyone has everyone- She has Twin Peaks. She's Twin Peaks.
0: Everyone, are you, you need to bring sitting pictures.
4: down? Yes. Oh, my. Because she Uh-oh. turns
0: 51.
2: Wow. That yeah. makes sense. Sadly, Jeez. that's within my range. <laughs> now, what was but, the last line oh. of Twin Peaks? Are you going to go into this? I don't want to steal no, your thunder. No, I'm not, so Go so ahead. The no. last line in Twin Peaks was, I'll see you in 25 years. What? And uh-huh. now it's and coming now back. back. It's you may remember
0: her from Twin Peaks. And now, wow. of course, again, she makes an appearance in Twin yeah. Peaks. And David Lynch knows her as the oh, porcelain doll. He always talks about how... He had her in a couple of movies, and uh, one of them, she gets in a car accident. Was it Blue something?
2: Was it Mulholland Drive? Mul- 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 was it Lost Highway? Blue Velvet? i
0: want to say Blue Velvet, but maybe it's Lost Highway. She gets in an accident, and he said he thinks of it as a porcelain doll cracking in an accident, and he does the same thing in Mulholland Drive. That same imagery in his I mind. like
3: to put themes in my movies. <laughs> see, Twin Peaks, see? It's a connected universe. I did it before Marvel did. Does she have red hair? No, she's the black-haired one with the
0: beautiful kind of like um, Betty Boop look. She uh, was a pin-up girl type of look. Yes, now
1: I'm remembering. Yes,
0: her biggest claim to fame would come in 1990 when she got the role of Audrey in Twin Peaks after reading for all of the female leads.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They
2: Cheryl got equally beautiful women. Yes. And Cheryl Lee and Machin Amick and uh, Peggy Wilson. She,
0: uh, she made a memorable impression as the cherry stem twisting siren. Yes. Do we remember that?
3: I liked it because it was sexy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she says of her Twin Peaks experience, it makes me feel kind of proud and special to be part of something like that.
4: It's Twin Peaks was great, man.
0: Yeah. We binge watched that on the Disney cruise ship whenever it was still on VHS. Remember that?
2: It's a big stack like two feet wide of tapes.
0: That was the best.
2: When, that was my when, second when time binge,
5: When binge-watching was like a commitment. Oh. Yeah. yeah, oh,
0: absolutely. And we would watch it in between improv shows because we would do a show like at 10 and then at midnight. So we'd do the show for 45 minutes and then go binge-watch. And we'd get bummed that we'd have to stop it to go do our improv show. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, we have to go to work. It's Like, your
5: improvs are really dark.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's going on we there? just keep doing a cheery twist. Every
3: Everything, get- we're like... I can hear the score. As soon as you said Audrey, I heard that Audrey's yeah. theme, that sort of slinky music, whatever she want. Like. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> now, get this. She auditioned so for the role yeah, that Robin Wright got in The Princess Bride.
2: Ooh. Princess Would Buttercup? She, they probably went through everybody. Isn't but, uh, that
0: interesting, though? She seems inconceivable. It is inconceivable, because she seems like she needs to be so pure. You keep using that word. I do not <laughs> think it
5: means what you think it means. Um, I don't think so either. You've bested my giant, which means you're exceptionally strong.
0: <laughs> Bart, I think you might be able to p- uh, place her now if I tell you that Dita Von you know the stripper there, the champagne stripper, do you know her? The,
1: I've heard this name.
0: Not really a stripper, but she was a um, dating burlesque, 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 burlesque dancer. dancer. She took that look and she incorporated oh, it into her yes. look. Uh,
1: okay, mm, I'm with that you was now. her
0: inspiration. Matter of fact, that's why she went from blonde hair to black hair.
1: Gotcha. She
0: used that bombshell black hair type of thing that Bomb she got. Bombshell black. In. I like that. Point mm, yeah. the phrase there. Now that is not the only birthday this week. I oh, wait a decided. Minute. Oh yeah. We also say, wasn't she in boxing
2: me. Helena? That whole big thing. Yeah. I don't know. That was her. What yeah. was that, that was was her? all about? Oh, okay. Was uh, that the movie that Kim Basinger? Balked on and got sued, I guess, and yeah. then she came well, in and did right. it, and then it wasn't very oh good God. anyway. Oh. <laughs> with Julian Sands,
4: maybe Kim she, Basinger knew.
2: Julian Sands goes crazy, cuts off all her limbs, and puts her in a box because he was so obsessed with this woman.
3: Oh my word! And it's like
2: a creepy, <sighs> <sighs> directed movie. by
3: my daughter, I believe.
2: So it's literally boxing, Helena. Oh,
3: yeah. that's yeah. creepy. Yeah,
2: it's a weird one. Well, I,
5: I had no t- idea. Not some weird boxing story. <laughs> well, I thought. I expected sense- <laughs> boxing. I thought, I thought it'd be Rocky with a girl.
0: I thought since we had um, some superhero talk going on this week that I would do the yes. birthday of a very popular superhero nowadays, Mr. Christian Bale. Oh. Yes. Mm. Christian
4: Bale. <laughs> he
0: turns 48, but he can play anywhere from... Fear me. <laughs> Swear to me. Anywhere from being detached <laughs> to being pretty much a loner. He has quite a range, and... Quite a vocal range, too, because he didn't always talk like that if you watch some of his earlier movies.
4: Like, uh, well, of yeah. course, he's Empire, like Newsies. The he's likes
0: New-
2: Newsies. See, now he chose to disguise his voice. Yes, that's so what So he that wouldn't was. sound like Bruce Wayne. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> people would know it's not him. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, it's true. the lisp that gets me, though. <laughs>
0: Is it? The oh, oh, yeah. husky
2: lisp. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, criminal.
0: Now, he has another movie coming out this year in April, Paul. Have you heard of The Promise? That's going to be released in April. No, <laughs> <out> April. <laughs> <laughs> and most recently, you may remember him from The Big Short.
3: Of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was great in The Big Short. They call me The Big Short.
0: That's the animated series with... All right. <laughs> okay. that's, that's I a, have to ask why <laughs> this like a is... a personal problem. Why yeah. is this happening? In 2018, he's going to be in The Jungle Book.
2: What? <laughs> the <What? laughs> Jungle Book Origins? Voice. is that If that's the Andy Circus one, that, uh, yeah, it's going to be a different story with the same characters, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm. I just find that Uh-oh. interesting.
2: Yeah, he's probably doing a voice. Mm-hmm. He probably already has recorded it. Well, he's I thought it was
0: live
5: action. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Well, it's
5: probably. My guess is it's probably
2: mocap. Yeah, well, it's oh, like okay. it's about okay. as okay. About live action so as if it's Andy Serkis, it's mo-cap, so. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> His first acting job was a serial commercial in 1983. Hmm. Mm. That is fantastic. Wow. Could you imagine him? I doing bet you. Wow, really commercial? good.
2: Wow. <laughs> I, think he gained I, weight. He... I think he gained weight for it. Probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> he was
5: very method at the time. And
0: yes. Paul, remember that show we did in college, The Nerd? He was on the West End in London doing that show. Oh, Larry Shoes. Really nerd. funny show. Yeah. I don't know oh, what part he played, show, though. Yeah, yeah. But then he went on 1986 to NBC's miniseries, Anastasia, The Mystery of Anna, Ooh. which caught Steven Spielberg's eye. Apparently, Ooh. he was watching miniseries. And miniseries yeah, series. this? Is this is and that's when he was cast in the role in Empire of the Sun, which I've never seen. Oh, right. Anybody see that? Mm. Pretty I good. A little sober.
2: Yeah. Not. not a lot of fun. It yeah, just uh, showed at
3: the New Beverly. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Was Malkovich he a kid in actor in that? Oh, yeah. Okay, and so that was great. his deal. Yeah, he's, yeah. A,
5: he's amazing uh, the film did very well, too. It was Best Picture, wasn't it? Uh, that's yeah, what I was nominated. thinking. Yeah, it was up there. I'm thinking Last Emperor. Sorry. That's what I'm thinking. That's what won. Yeah. Same yeah. year. Oh,
0: yeah. well, there's a lot of Empire going yeah. in that year.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. That's why I always get them confused.
0: Yes. But, yeah. Hey, Bart, you know how much I love when celebrities sing.
1: This is true, Jason. Uh, a lot of things are going to start happening for you now that you've been on the movie, guys, but one of the things that's probably going to happen to you as soon as you walk out this door- As soon as you leave. Is somebody's going to come up to you and they're going to say, hey, tell me two interesting things about that Karen Volpe. And the oh. first thing you're going to tell them is that she actually does impressions. For example, yeah. she just gave the impression that she gave a, gives a crap about superhero movies. That's
5: right. Oh. <laughs> I bought
1: it, too. <laughs> damn it. And then
5: Well, the she second, was damn good in
1: 95 at the in <laughs> the Theater. Thank you. And then thank the second you. thing you're going to tell, them about Karen Volpe is that she loves when celebrities sing.
0: I do. Oh. I especially love when celebrities who have a weird dark lispy thing <laughs> sing. And yes. uh, we referred a little earlier to newsies. That was Oh yeah,
5: of
4: course. Santa
0: Fe. Exactly what we're gonna Faye. listen to is a little Santa oh, Fe from Newsies. Oh, no and way. this is a singing Christian Bale, who has oh, a lovely voice. He has a lovely he singing was very voice. Goodness.
5: He worked really hard for this to do this. And lots of dancing here. and yeah. stuff too. Here's your paper.
4: <laughs>
3: Extra, extra
4: <laughs> read all about it. I read all about it. <laughs> Guess that everything you heard about is true. It's true. Uh, good morning. Good morning.
5: Good morning going need to
0: listen to See, so so just like Batman. Just you he forgot to mention
3: he was in Shaft, but I'm sure he forgot he was in Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> he won an Oscar for the Fighter. There's a lot going on with that
2: guy. A lot
0: going on with this guy. <laughs> yeah. And he can sing.
2: I remember uh, him talking about this, though. All right, I love that. it
5: he, uh, he talked quite a bit about that at the time because he had to learn how to dance and sing and do all these things. and I mean, he went full in and did it.
0: Well, you know, he'll gain weight, lose weight, learn to tap dance. Yeah. He I was
3: great. What happens when a method actor is in a musical or uh, dancing? Do they just start dancing all the time and start singing? I mean, you know, just like to he do method song. with that. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> only, addri- only that. address me and
2: sing. That's yeah, a great point. If yeah. you, hey, if that you Gene wraps, Kelly, you would. But, that wraps another movie show cast, everybody. Together, we're the movie guys. Individually, we are.
4: Bargayers. <laughs>
2: Follow us on Twitter at the Movie Guys, slash the as well as YouTube, iTunes, Instagram, all that nonsense for daily jokes and links. Thanks to Jason J. Lewis. Yay. Yay. And follow me on
5: Twitter at the Jlu well, The J L E W at J L E W at T H E J L E W. Uh, Instagram, any of that nonsense? Uh, yeah, it's uh, the underscore JLo on Instagram. Uh-oh.
3: Your initials are the same as the Justice League. This is like Kismet. <laughs> kismet. <laughs> What's the <his> superpower? <laughs> it's, it's 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 Kismet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
2: thanks as always insane. to Steve Scholz for contributing comedy material to the show each and every week, and of course we owe everything to the Pat, Pat Peach. Peach. And remember, you can always find us on themovieguys.net dot Next week, literally something for everyone. Oh, thank Whatever you. Whatever you want to do for Valentine's Day week. I'm excited. Fifty Shades Darker, John Wick Chapter 2, and the Lego Batman. Oh, John Wick! Yay!
3: Fifty Shades. God bless us, everyone. Say goodbye, Homer.
4: Goodbye, Homer.